This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, and this is the Ageless and Awesome podcast. I'm an age-defying naturopath and clinical nutritionist, and I'm here to bust myths around women's health and aging so that you can be ageless and awesome in your 40s, 50s, and beyond. The Ageless and Awesome podcast is dedicated to helping women through perimenopause and menopause with great health, a positive mindset, and outrageous confidence. Hit subscribe or follow now, and let's get started. Hello, gorgeous one, and welcome to this week's episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast. And this week, I am continuing my little focus on weight loss in the kind of new year context. You would have listened perhaps to last week's podcast, which is why I hate new year, new you. And so I won't be covering that again. Um, But I guess as I work in this area of, of perimenopause and weight loss, I see a lot of ads that come up in my feed of weight loss programs that are advertising to me. And I gotta say, you know, I, some of them just really break my heart because they're just so misleading, so outdated. And some of them can really, the way that to me, I mean, I don't look at a lot of them in depth, but I just see them come through and I understand what they are because I've learned a lot about weight loss programs over the years. But some of them can really set up a nasty yo-yo effect um, where, you know, you may drop the weight, you may drop it really quickly, and that can really lead to this rebound weight gain. And the thing is, you know, at the beginning of the year, as I did mention last week, there are lots of women looking for weight loss. And not all of those kind of programs are going to offer the additional benefits of your looking after your specific medical conditions, and particularly with regard to your hormones, with regard to perimenopause, menopause, etc. So 
I, what I wanted to talk about today was really what to look for in a weight loss program is that if that is one of your goals uh, or if you're wanting to improve your health or improve specific symptoms, I thought, well, why not just give you an idea of what to actually look for in a program, given that you're probably, if you, if, if that it was one of your goals for this year is, is to lose weight, if you've been Googling that sort of thing, or if you're following or in some of these Facebook groups, and Facebook pages, you will undoubtedly be receiving these ads in your feed as well. And it can be really overwhelming. And it feels like at this time of year, the ads are everywhere. They're on buses or in bus shelters, they're on TV, radio, etc. Anywhere that they can be advertising in January, generally you're going to see weight loss ads. So I did want to talk about that today. Uh, It's not going to be a really long podcast today. Uh, I'm really just going to give you this little checklist of what to look for, because I know even just myself personally, last week was probably the busiest week I've ever had in my practice in terms of inquiries and people signing up to do the GLOW protocol and a couple for metabolic balance. Um, which is, you know, both of these programs are weight loss programs. The GLOW protocol does include metabolic balance program. And so, yeah, if you're interested in that, you can head to my website, suzygarden.com, check it out, go to the metabolic balance webpage if you want to know more about that specific program. Um, but yeah, today I just want to talk about what, what are the kind of things that you should be looking for so that if you are going to do a weight loss program, which is you know, if you are carrying extra weight that you're wanting to get rid of, it's a great option to do it now because there's so many people who are also doing it now and it makes it a little bit easier, I think. Um, But yeah, these are the kind of things you should be looking out for. And I would say my number one is that it's based on whole foods. And when I'm talking about being based on whole foods, I just mean based on real food, like fruits, veggies, uh, whole grains, Um, proteins, all of those sorts of things that it's just real food, you know, not relying on shakes and protein bars and supplements and all of those sorts of things. I see a lot of um, so-called easy weight loss programs because yes, a lot of these sort of um, products will promote fast weight loss. But who wants to live on shakes for the rest of your life? And believe me, when you come off these shakes, if you don't have a whole foods uh, program in place to support the sustained weight loss, then you're just going to yo-yo back up. And often people will put on a little bit more weight than they actually uh, had to lose anyway. And these kind of think programs can lead to weight gain in the long run. So Looking, when you're looking at a program, if it's involving shakes and bars and things like that, and I'm just going to put a caveat here, sometimes for people that are really morbidly obese and they need a quick gain, that can be helpful. But again, only if it's going to be followed up by a whole food program with a qualified person. So I will put that caveat in there. Um Also, food you can actually cook for the long term rather than a reliance on meal delivery. Now, again, this can be uh, particular to people's personal circumstances. If you have, uh, if you're like me, you don't like cooking or you don't really cook that much. Sometimes there's a convenience factor there. If you're a super busy person that does not have time to cook, then 
these sort of meals can be really useful and frankly they're better than being on shakes and bars and and things like that um but i find if people can actually have the ability to know what foods are right for them what foods they can just grab off a menu what they can grab off you know when there's grocery shopping and meal planning etc i find that food that you can actually cook you don't have to rely on the meal service forever is actually way better for long-term sustainable weight loss my personal pet hate when it comes to weight loss programs is a focus on calories in and calories out oh my gosh i have I've recorded many, many podcasts on this, so you feel free to look through the catalog if you want to hear a bit more about the reasoning why uh, calories in, calories out is just a super outdated concept. Uh, And just briefly, the main reason is that when you're eating whole foods, they do tend to be lower in calorie, um, except for nuts, for example. Nuts is a classic. It's very high in calories, but people who eat lots of nuts, the research tells us they have way less issues with weight gain. So we know for sure through science that calories in calories out actually does not work. So if you're doing a program that's totally based on calories in calories out and you're popping everything into MyFitnessPal or a similar app and you're counting your calories every day and you're working out how many calories you're going to have left you know if you want to have a glass of wine or whatever and if I sound like I know what I'm talking about I do because I've done one of these when I was doing a gym uh, challenge and I had to do 1200 calories a day for a week and pop everything into my fitness pal. Oh, that really set up some problems for me. (laughs) Even though I only did this officially for a week, I really struggled to stop doing it and really obsessing over calories. So it can be, there's a number of things that I hate about it. I'm not going to go into detail today, but yes, if you're, the program you're looking at is based on calories in calories out, I would seriously reconsider it. Another thing that I would say is a red flag is if you're looking at a program that's promising big weight loss in an unrealistic time frame. Like if you're seeing, you know, lose eight kilos in four weeks or something like that, that is unrealistic. Now it's possible. Absolutely. It's possible. And it depends what else is going on in your body and what your starting weight is, of course. But I would suggest that if you're looking for sustainable weight loss, that Anything like 10 to 12 kilos in 12 weeks is fantastic. I occasionally get people doing 15 kilos in 12 weeks, which which is incredible. Um, Sometimes there can be more weight loss over that time even as well. Again, depending on what's been going on with every individual's personal health and circumstances. But if you're looking at a generic program that is promising big weight loss in a short period of time, I would really see that as a red flag and something that's probably not going to be sustainable for you for the long term and potentially, again, can lead to that yo-yo effect where you lose the weight and then you pile it back on and then some. Uh, One of the big things I think you need to look for if you're looking for a weight loss or health wellness program is working with a nutritionist or other healthcare professional that actually understands you and your health and your needs as an individual. Okay. Things like your mindset, your medical conditions, your stage of life, all of these things make a difference to how your weight loss program should be put together and what kind of inclusions there should be. 
for example, if you have a history of an eating disorder, for example, uh, if you have given birth in the past 12 months, if you are in perimenopause, if you are elderly, all of these life stages or histories are relevant when it comes to what you're eating and particularly if you're wanting to have a weight loss effect. So I would really suggest that you invest in some professional qualified guidance and have, you know, really make the most of your health insurance. Have a look and see if you've got uh, coverage for a weight loss program or for a nutritionist or someone like that, that can really help with you getting not only your ideal weight, but also bringing the body back into balance so that you're getting an improvement in your medical conditions if you have them. Of course, the gold standard, which I will always stand by, is personalized nutrition. And when I talk about personalized nutrition, I'm talking about where you are working with a healthcare professional that actually understands your health history, as well as your current health, your medical conditions, your body measurements, because that tells us a lot. Your waist and hip ratio tells us a lot about your cardiovascular health, also tells us about your metabolic health. So having those types of body measurements, having uh, an understanding of what's going in your blood, uh, that tells us a lot about health. It tells us about your um, nutrition levels, for example, of iron or magnesium or calcium or potassium, etc. Uh, it tells us about the inflammation that's going on in your body. It tells us about uh, your uh, iron levels, for example, can tell us about your energy and your ability to exercise. So there's so much going on in your blood. If you're not getting some blood testing done within the context of a weight loss program, I think you really should look at that. Um, also having a nutritional plan that is based on your body's biochemistry and that's going to actually do things like reduce inflammation, bring your blood sugar and insulin levels into balance. That is what really gets you into fat burning zone. Um, this stuff's really important. Also, if you've got too much uh, acid, an acidity profile in your blood, so your acidity versus alkalinity, that needs to be addressed as well so that it helps you to drop your weight at a nice reasonable level and not have that weight loss blocked. Um, research-based, that's really important. There's so much research going on in nutrition, in hormones, in women's health, particularly, which has been a long neglected area of research. We're starting to really see some good research trials being put together, starting to see some of that research. Uh, so having a research-based nutrition plan, and working with a practitioner who's up to date with all of that is critical, I think, to get a really good result. A holistic approach. So looking at not just the food, the food is super important, but your mindset around the whole journey is important. Not just your mindset around food, but the whole journey and how you feel about the change, what your body image is like. All of these things are important. 
And that's why coaching support is really important so that you don't like how many of us have signed up to a gym or signed up to some sort of dietary program. And within your first week, you're like, yes, and I'm going to the gym every day and I'm going to my classes. I'm planning it all out and it's all going to be awesome. It's going to be fantastic. And then by week four, it's like, yeah, maybe, (laughs) you know, like we have this, this real motivation at the beginning. And then if you're not seeing the results that you want to see, or if you get a bit bored or whatever, everything can kind of drop away and you've just wasted your money. You're also wanting to look at a plan, and this is why I love personalized nutrition, a plan that's designed to overcome the specific blocks that you may have to weight loss, such as high stress, such as insulin resistance. And you may not even know if you have this or not. Uh, such as inflammation. Same, inflammation is not necessarily going to be detectable by you. It doesn't necessarily mean you've got sore joints. You may have fatigue, you may have brain fog, you may have gut issues. All of these can be signs of inflammation in the body. Um, Yes, and that brain fog and things like that can also be signs of perimenopause. So it can be hard to tell the difference sometimes, which is why blood testing is important. Um, other things that can block weight loss is unsupported detox pathways. Uh, when we are dropping our fat tissue that gets dissolved and toxins get released. And so if you're getting good detox support, you will have a more effective weight loss plan. Also, if you have another block to weight loss is poor digestive health. If you're not digesting your food properly and you need to have that identified, is that an upper gastrointestinal issue? Is it a lower gastrointestinal issue? Is it a gut microbiome issue, like food intolerance issue? These kind of things, if they can be identified right at the start, then that will really help with you having an effective weight loss. Also, of course, I have to talk about hormone balance because I love talking about hormone balance um, in the context, particularly of perimenopause. So you need to make sure that the plan that you have is designed to overcome blocks to weight loss that are caused by your hormones being out of balance. So a plan that will help to support hormone production and also detoxification. So there's a lot in my list and there's probably more uh, if I really sit down and think about it some more. But, you know, is there anything that you have questions about? Any blocks that you think you've heard perhaps is a block, something that's a block to weight loss uh, that you want to know more about? Please just message me at Susie Garden Wellness on Instagram through the app if you're on Spotify or email me at hello at susiegarden.com. I'm more than happy to address that on a Thursday Q&A podcast. So anyway, I hope that you are having a good week. If you do want to have a chat to me about uh, your health and your weight, your hormones, etc. for 2024, I am taking pre-screening call bookings right now. So Uh, There will be a link on the show notes. Otherwise, go and check out my website, susiegarden.com, and you can book in the pre-screening call from my site. All right, I will see you on Thursday. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Ageless and Awesome podcast. If you liked today's episode, please make sure you click the little plus button if you're on Apple Podcasts or the follow button if you're on Spotify so that you can get each new episode delivered to you every single week.
If you like free stuff and who doesn't, then head over to suzygarden.com and grab my eight essential age-defying secrets every woman over 40 should know right now. Or if you'd like to continue the discussion, head over to Instagram and DM me at Wellness. I'd love to connect with you.